Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. The FT. I'm the least influential person I know. Less so than all my colleagues, friends and acquaintances. Less so even than my children. This is on the strength of clout scores, which rate our importance on social networks on a scale of 1 to 100. My clout, spelt with a K, turns out to be a mere 10, which compares to an infuriating 68 for my lifelong rival, and to scores between 40 and 80 for most of my colleagues. Even my youngest son, who knows precious little about the world and hasn't lived in it for very long, turns out to be more influential than I am. Until last week, I had lived in happy ignorance that such a thing as clout existed. But then I read something on the Harvard Business Review website that introduced me to the influence quotient and argued that clout scores and similar measures are important and are going to become increasingly used in hiring and in promotions. It seems some companies are already specifying that they will hire only people with clouts of over 40 or so. It's all rather scary. So I signed up myself. I provided details of my moribund Facebook and LinkedIn accounts, as well as my Twitter name. And then, after an indecently short time, the computer coughed up my dismal score. The number is apparently based on a complicated algorithm that takes into account 400 different factors, including not only how many people retweet and like you, but how important each of them is. My initial response to my score was disbelief. I snatched up the phone and called Clout's chief executive, Joe Fernandez, who answered on the first ring. I found myself feebly protesting that as I have 20,000 followers on Twitter... Clout must have cocked up the calculation. But Mr Fernandez was not impressed. The number of followers means nothing, he said, as people can buy them. Although I didn't like his insinuation, I fear Clout may have rumbled me. In truth, all my tweets are put out by the FT's PR team, as I can't be bothered to do it myself. I never retweet, I don't follow anyone, there is absolutely no connecting going on at all so I guess 10 is what I deserve. In any case, a part of me is proud of the low score. There is something distinguished about being such a spectacular dud on social networks. It's evidence of having a proper life, in which clout is not only measured correctly, it's spelt correctly too. The whole idea of clout gives me the creeps with its horrible talk of unlocking and leveraging influence. It's also hard to respect a system in which Justin Bieber, whose moronic Twitter page says, You are always there for me and I will always be there for you, much love, is the only human to have briefly reached a perfect score of 100. It is only a minor consolation that following some recent tweaking of the algorithm, he's dropped a few points in order to allow Barack Obama to squeeze in ahead of him. But the main problem with clout is that it's a nonsense to try and boil down something as qualitative as influence into a single number. 
It fails to distinguish between someone who is influential in the world of dog biscuits and someone who is influential in defence policy. Both are ranked the same. Even more objectionable is what obsessing over clout scores does to people. It makes them twitchy and stupid. On Twitter, every few seconds, someone tweets, My clout score has just gone up two points. And then sycophants retweet these dreary messages and their score rises even further. Yet despite all this, I can't shrug off my own failure entirely. Never since my fourth year Latin exam at school have I done quite so badly at anything. But back then, I was all defiance. Now I find it much harder to laugh off my lack of clout than I did my stupidity faced with one of the world's most beautiful and rigorous languages. The difference is that clout, unlike Latin, is not a language of the past. It's a measure of proficiency, even if a crude and flawed one, at a language that almost everyone seems to have learnt how to speak, apart, it seems, from me. I fear I'm going to have to try a bit harder. I'm going to wrest back my Twitter account and do it myself. I will also try a tiny bit on LinkedIn. But if all fails, there's a fallback. A young colleague to whom I confided my score last week said that he was sure he could boost it massively in a mere half an hour if I handed control of my accounts to him. Clout sourcing is what he called it. I rather like the sound of it. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.